Reading has brought a great deal to my life. When you learn, especially about where where they came from and what they have been through to, to get us to where we are, it's really quite amazing. And he had a wonderful way with words, and he had a good sense of humor. And whenever I got obstreperous, he'd say, he wouldn't say calm yourself, he'd say clam yourself. Hello and welcome to Elder Wisdom Stories from the Green Bench. Thanks for joining us today. We have a really great show today that's going to be full of laughs and full of wisdom. On behalf of my co-host, Evelyn Brindle, we are going to be welcoming Bette Reynolds, or everyone's favorite granny. And you're going to find out why she's everyone's favorite granny during this podcast. Good morning, Evelyn. Good morning to everyone. It's a beautiful day here today, and I hope everyone will enjoy the podcast we have for them this morning. Um, it's quite an interesting uh, program, I think, um, because Bette is uh, really an interesting and very humorous young uh, old lady, I should say, but not really old at heart. <laughs> or, Evelyn, be nice. Mine. She's not going to talk to us if you're like that. <laughs> and let's introduce Bette officially. Bette Reynolds. Um, is a TikTok sensation. She is on TikTok at Beth Reynolds. Uh, she's on Instagram at Granny Reynolds. And well, the other the other social media channel, we're all jumping from uh, Twitter, uh, Reynolds underscore Beth. So welcome this morning, Beth. We're so pleased to have you with oh, us. Oh, thank you. I'm so pleased to be here. So uh, Beth, I know your son, Brittle Star Stewart, is a big social media star. Um, so let's start at the beginning. How did you get involved with TikTok? Well, through my son and uh, our grandsons, his son, and making funny videos is, uh, to me, just living everyday life with me, you know. <laughs> Anybody that came to our home used to say, you can make a sitcom in here with you guys. <laughs> so, and uh, then you did. Yeah, so it was easy. I, I love to laugh, you know, and uh, I don't mind acting it out. So it was very, I was really happy when they said, would you like to make one? And it was like, sure, you know, <laughs> I'm game for anything. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's how I get started. And they just set me up in the different platforms. So it's all to them. And it seems um, your life philosophy is you have two choices, be miserable or laugh at something. So this is this is not a new sort of way of living for you, is it, Beth? No, it's not. Uh, I think... I don't like to think I'm a philosopher, but my philosophy is, uh, again, you have two choices. You know, you, you can uh, sit down and cry, uh, or you can have fun. You have a choice. It may be harder to do the fun, but you have a choice, and I choose to, to look at the positive side. You know, as you know, we, we're going through some, like, uh, health things and like my husband and I, but it, again, it's let's find the humor in this, and that's what takes me through. You know, 
comedy seems to run in your oh, family. Oh, yes. <laughs> very, very much so. In fact, they would never let me near a live broadcast because they weren't sure what I was going to say. <laughs> but now they've started to trust me a bit, so I must be maturing. <laughs> oh, that happens to us a lot these days, yes. I noticed, too, in a lot of your podcasts, there's music rapping on Drake's songs with bass pipes. How did that happen? I did a lot of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, parodies uh, of Drake's stuff. And then that happened. That's a funny story, actually, when I think about it. Uh, Britain's Got Talent got mm -hmm. in touch with Stuart and said, well, you know, would your mum come to the show? Uh, not to be a contestant, but just to come out to perform this. And could she do a, a certain length of, you know, his parodies? And that's how we put a lot of them together. And I don't know how. I must have been younger a couple of years ago. <laughs> but I actually like remembered all those lines there was no cuts no nothing it was constant and we went down to our park and we did that and then Stuart says to the producer yeah we, we have got it but you do realize that we live in Canada and he went no <laughs> <laughs> but your mum's accent is and, and a lot of the BBC used to call me and I said, well, you know, I live in Canada. No. You know, your accent's so strong and you've lived there 50-odd years. And I went, well, yes, but why get rid of a good thing? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we never heard from them after that. <laughs> but and that's how the, the bagpipes one came about. It was all Drake's bits of his songs. Now, Ben, you put out a lot of TikTok videos and different things on social media. Do you ever get haters and what do you do about that yeah you'll always get the the people you know that want to take a pot shot at you uh, you can read them if you want but you can usually in the first line you go oh no forget <laughs> it not worth my time away you go sorry you're having a bad day you know so i just we just don't bother and that's been right from the beginning it's like yeah you're going to get people that are just not happy people and just like to moan on about everything. But the just look at the first line, you'll tell, and then just move on. Do not bother reading them. It's a waste of your time. Don't engage the trolls. We know that yeah, for sure. For sure. Do not. Are there some ideas that either you have or your son or grandson has where one of you goes, oh, no, that's not a good idea? How do you come up with something that you're all really happy with? <laughs> <laughs> that used to happen a lot when I'd say, what about this? And they, they'd just look at them and I'd say, well, I guess that's a bad idea. Then <laughs> you know? I'm going, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'd say, well, that seems funny to me. And they went, yeah, to you. <laughs> but they have to, um, my generation, there's things that I may say that I think are okay and have said for decades, but now you can't. And I find it quite interesting that, so anything I think of, I, even when I'm going to send a, a you know, a tweet or a thread or, or whatever, I will run it past them first 
because I don't know whose toes I'm stepping on anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. well, it's, it was okay saying that 10, 20 years ago, but you can't say that now, mum. Absolutely. Language, language evolves, right, with, with us. And I, and, and I think that's a great idea. I check some things with my kids too. Absolutely, before I yeah. Because, you know, they're the teacher. I'm the student now. And I love learning. I love to learn something new every day. And I have to keep up with my family, so <laughs> I have to keep learning. That's very true. I think uh, for all of us at this age, we're always learning something new, and especially from our grandchildren. Uh, they, they're really good sources of information, particularly when we're dealing with technology or or things like TikTok and so on. They show us how to get on, and it's fun discussing that with them because it's one of the things we can talk to them about. But, you know, you can, then you know what they're talking about and you can join in the conversation, you know. Honestly, <laughs> my oldest grandson is only three and a half and my daughter won't let him on social media, so he's got to step up. I'm not learning anything. <laughs> <laughs> you will. <laughs> uh, what do your grandkids think about your postings and do they oh, listen yeah. to them? Or oh, yeah. Or, and okay. at first, you know, it was, oh, my goodness, you know, what's granny doing now? And now they show all their friends, <laughs> of course, they're at universities and they show all their friends, you know, and they go, oh, yeah, my friend so-and-so is now following you. Oh, yeah, my friend's following you and this. And, and yeah, and it makes me feel proud, actually, you know, that I can communicate in that level with them. You know, yes, definitely. Yeah, there's a basis that you've yeah. got to uh, associate with them in their, yeah, grandma's hip. Yeah, right? I'm the cool <laughs> grandma. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was the uh, cool grandma. Never mind. Okay, you <laughs> you're the cool one. <laughs> Sorry, you have to earn it. Darn it. <laughs> But um, I, I read that you were also a classically trained singer. Um, yeah. What uh, did you do with that? Did you perform anywhere or do you use, I know you use some of that in your post yeah, these I, days. Yeah, I did. Um, I was, we had a teacher come to our high school uh, who had a choir, a hand-picked choir of young girls, 120 actually, 60 in the, the age 6 to 12, and then 60 and the 12 up to 22, I think it was, 23. And it, she came in the classroom and went up and down the aisles and said, okay, stop, and tapped me on the shoulder. You stand up, sing this. So I did that. And after that, she took me and she trained me, and I went into her choir in Glasgow, and she took me to Glasgow Cathedral to hear some other brilliant, brilliant singers. And uh, that's how I was classically trained with her. Now, we left Scotland when I was, uh, now I got married at 19, yeah, 20. We left Scotland. So I, when I came here, I, I, what I did was sing a lot in church. And then people would ask me to sing at weddings and then other functions going on. And I'd say, yes, you know. And 
actually one of my directors came. I was singing a uh, Christmas Eve, first Christmas Eve we were here at our church. And one of the directors was there with his family and then I met him in the hall. I sang Oh Holy Night, which I'd never heard in Scotland. I just thought it was beautiful. Met him in the hallway and he said, how come you sing like that and talk the way you do? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I don't know, you know, but then, yeah, it was getting, I had to learn to say no because I'd have been out every night doing it but yeah I'm more of a classical I like I tend to go with the more modern gospel I I like that ballads I like you know but yeah that was my classical training breathing everything like that great and met and met that teacher in Ottawa many years later she had her choir over and Stuart Stuart Senior said Mum, you got to come, you know, there's a lady down here with a choir and they've all got kilts on. And I was looking, I could see the ankle going. I said, that's Hoey. He said, what? I said, that's Miss Hoey. And I met her after they did their concert. He said, you know, Miss Hoey and uh, Miss Miss Hoey, she says, Ms. Hoey. He said, well, I think you taught my wife. And she said, who? And he said, my name. And she went, oh, my goodness. So I've got a lovely photograph of her at the that open-air rideau mall of her and I and a couple of the girls. So I did meet her. Yeah, it's a small world, isn't it? Totally. Have you a lot of followers from uh, Scotland, Beth? Yes. <laughs> a, lot yeah. of followers, a lot of followers in Britain, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. And what do they think of what you're doing over here? Oh, they, well, of course, uh, well, as I told you, it's original granny OG, you know. The OG, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. Also, uh, in the states, I just remember that the one thing and the one parody I did on Drake, Ryan Seacrest, put it out. Wow! Uh, that uh, he says, this this uh, senior, this senior lady, does Drake better than Drake does himself. <laughs> I believe it. In the in the the British papers. They, they said, uh, what was it? Wasn't senior citizen, pensioner, old age pensioner. And I said, who are they calling an old age pensioner? <laughs> 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 yeah, they had met that down. Oh, yeah, it was uh, when I was doing them, it, it was very much so. Uh, everybody knew, you know, and even my cousins, they were texting saying, oh my goodness, Bet, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now I went, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's it's clear that you've had some great adventures with social media. What about for people listening in, you know, people my age, your age listening in and saying, well, I'm a little bit hesitant maybe to, you know, be a creator or a content uh, provider on social media. What has it brought to you and why would you sort of suggest that others might want to try it? Well, uh, well, we've always been uh, uh, performing Family, like- <laughs> yeah, I've always been so. I mean, I was first time I sang in front of about five hundred people. With I was seven. Uh, my wow. dad's one brother made me a microphone, and I sang uh, two Everly Brothers songs, and uh, I just stood there and sang. And when I'd go to church with my mum, you know, the people round about would say, "Stand her up in the pew so we can hear her," and I would be about five. 
So it was uh, like being on a stage is just like home to me. Doesn't frighten me. I get excited, but it doesn't frighten me. And it's the same with Stuart Jr. and his boys, you know. You just seem to feel at home. And I think that helped me to to get in. And I've done some musicals. And, it, and that helps, you know, if you've been in that area. So it's much more... Uh, much more easy to do things like that. I would say the basic thing is I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, if you laugh at it, I'm fine with it, you know. But it may be harder for other people. Yeah, and if and if we just take a step back, I'm sort of sitting here thinking maybe some of our listeners don't actually know what TikTok is or what an influencer on TikTok is. Can you give us a little primer? Uh, TikTok, well, good TikToks. There are some that are just, ugh. Yeah, you look at no, no, you don't want to watch that. But there are some really good TikToks that, like, people go on there and give you all sorts of hints on how to do stuff. You know, I like that. You can learn a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's just, no, you, you don't need to watch it. You know, it's maybe okay for somebody else, but not for you. And being the influencer there, of course, the kids always orchestrate it for me and I play it out. That, uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's just a natural, I feel it's just a natural fit for me, but it's not for everybody. Yeah, and you're absolutely right when you get onto TikTok. I mean, the things that you watch, the algorithm will show you more things to watch and that. So you can watch cooking and baking or you can watch things you're right that, that you know, other people wouldn't want to watch. So. Um, you have to be careful for sure on social media in terms of what you're generating. And what I love about your content is it's very family friendly. So yep. if somebody comes across it by mistake, so to speak, or probably on purpose, it's going to be okay for anyone around them to listen to. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah. I have no time for, as I call it, all stupid stuff. You know, don't waste people's time if you're going to do that. But uh, I like to try and if I'm going to do anything, as you say, like doing the, the videos with uh, our son, Stuart Brittlestar, like the, the video we did, the fall prevention, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I'm just in my element, you know, with that. And he, he's shaking his head sometimes, you know, when, when I'm talking back to him. And it, that I love doing because I think that's interesting for a lot of people, you know. Is there anyone in particular that you follow on t TikTok or Instagram? Oh, I'm kind. Of, Any I, I'm very, I'm very picky. Of course, when you do get a lot of followers, I don't know. You know, I don't know all these people. Uh, I'm quite, I'm choosy on TikTok because there's a lot of, as you say, trolls out there. And I, for instance, on even Facebook, uh, I had a celebrity, you know, send a friend request. There's absolutely no information on the site. So it's not that celebrity. Um, you get a lot of the trolls there, but there's a lot of men 
will come on to my sites and say, hi, you know, you don't know me, but I so enjoy. And it's like, nope, nope, don't waste my time. You just completely block them. They just slide into your DMs, are they? Yeah, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> come on. There's 75-year-old lady here. <laughs> I was just going to say, it sounds like besides the obvious pleasure that you get out of sharing on TikTok, it sounds like it's been a really fantastic bonding experience with your son and your grandson as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and uh, our granddaughter, you know, she'll say, oh, granny, what have you been up to? <laughs> and I'll say, oh, nothing. <laughs> Oh, nothing, just 37,000 followers on TikTok are watching me do this. It's fine. uh, Yeah, no, they're really, I think probably in the beginning, you know, at the age they were at, which were middle teenagers, and, you know, they must have been going, oh. But I'll tell you, one good, well, one proud moment was when our youngest, Gregor, was graduating from, was it grade eight? Yeah. And we went. And he was a valedictorian and he stood up and he said, well, everyone knows my OG granny. (laughs) She's in the house, like, you know, yes. (laughs) That was really cool. He acknowledged me, you know, and uh, it was even cooler because my doctor was sitting in front of me. She was sitting there going clapping, you know. (laughs) So, yeah. It makes me proud. I've had many, many proud moments. And it is through working with them on social media. You know, we did the the Zellers commercial and Owen was on sound and Gregor was on camera and his dad and I and Shannon was standing by there with, you know, keeping us all right. And there was a producer watching uh, Gregor with the camera. But how many people get to do that? It's a wonderful moment yeah. to share with all of them, yes. Um, also, Beth, uh, I'm curious. You know, a lot of uh, our seniors uh, have reluctance to go on to social media or to have anything to do with technology alone. Um, I've seen quite a lot of that. How would you encourage them or why would you encourage them to go on to social media, TikTok or Instagram, for example? I I would, uh, and that's a certain type of person too. Some people are just not accepting of of doing a change like that. But I think if, if they're shown, you know, just how to navigate it in uh, the simplest way, it's definitely because you can boggle their mind with all this stuff, but uh, show them how to navigate mm-hmm. it. It opens up, to me, it opens up a big new world. And you're not just in your own little bubble, you know. And there's so many interesting things that you can learn on social media. Right through, you know, oh, yes. from Facebook to Instagram, and it used to be Twitter, now Threads and TikTok. There's so many interesting things and it actually is easy once you get to know how to navigate them. And it can be fun just trying because even young people are saying, well, I I don't like to try, you know, I feel I'm making a fool of myself. Well, that's fine. Just keep trying it until you get it. 
And I guess that goes the same way for seniors. If you feel you want to do it, you should go ahead and try and do it. You know, get someone to show you how to do it and then just keep on. And then you never know, you may find yourself, you're right on there and people can see what you've got to offer. And you probably like people have got a lot to offer in all different subjects. That's true. That's true. I found that uh, it was a good connection with my grandchildren. Uh, Yeah, because I'd always ask them for some help and, you know, how do I do this or where do I find that kind of thing? And uh, it was a good way of communicating. It is. And I think that's because you two, Evelyn, have an open mind, you know. And I, I, I'm very open-minded, like, teach me something, you know, I'm ready. You know, I'll be a good student. I was just going to say, and besides um, them teaching you things, research has shown that ageism is often fought when there's a good relationship between grandkids and grandparents, because the grandkids recognize and see that grandparents can do things as well, can learn things, are viable humans still that we can learn and we can get things done. So in your own way, Beth, Thank you for fighting ageism on behalf of all of us. <laughs> I'll keep trying. Yes, would you? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Oh, thank Beth. you so keep much. And so are you guys. This is awesome. Um, a comedy is obviously a theme that runs through all of your um, TikTok yeah. videos, as, as well as the, your son, and, and et cetera. And so why is comedy so important in dealing with life? What is, why is it that you revert to comedy so often? Uh, It's the age-old thing, if you can get one person to laugh, that's great. But there's so many people, that, especially nowadays, there's so many people um, hurting with all different things. And if you can give them a few minutes where they, they can actually laugh out loud, it makes them feel so much better and it makes us feel really good too. It's just the most, to me, it's a precious thing if you can say something and somebody laughs, you know, and you see their smile and you go, that's it. That's what I love doing. I love doing that. I love seeing that it can brighten somebody's day that may be having a really bad day, you know. And even when we're having a bad day, we prefer to put a smile on, you know, and just say something funny. So, yeah, it's just the fact that you can get someone to listen to you and actually laugh that you're saying something to brighten their day is a big one for me. Yeah, it's an escape, isn't it? Because the world is a pretty serious place right now, so it's a lovely escape. And and for young people too, like, you know, it's really... So I I guess I'm well-known, like, downtown, you know, and I have always been in groups of younger people, which probably keeps me going too you know but as Evelyn says grandchildren like I'm right up there with them I want to know everything that they're doing and they're the same they check in with me you know how you doing granny you know how's papa so I'm proud of that very proud of the three of them we have a good relationship and that's great and that's important Beth, do you get recognized yes. in public? Oh, yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> Here in Stratford, I'm the little blonde lady with a Scottish accent, you know. It's like I was going through the parking lot the one time and the one boy went, 
granny? You know, it's like, no, you're not one of mine, but yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Hi, you know, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's cool when you go into a store and they say, uh, are you the lady that does the videos? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> which has been your favorite video to do? Is that like picking your favorite child? I don't know. Yeah, but which is- <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I think everyone, uh, I think everyone I put my my heart and soul into and see the funny side. So, I, yeah, I couldn't pick a favorite one. They're all favorites, just like the grandchildren. They're all favorites. Well, that's good you said that since they're probably listening yeah. to this, right? <laughs> um, if you Do you think you'll ever meet Drake? And what <sighs> do you think he'd say about, have you had any recognition from him or his people no, at all? No, no. Ryan Seacrest was the closest <laughs> <laughs> to it. But, you know, well, as I said before, never say never. You know, yeah. you never know. If it, it happened, I'd be running there going, yes, <laughs> here I am. Being in Stratford, of course, you've had, uh, well, you haven't, it may not have had the opportunity, but you can follow in the footsteps of Justin oh, Bieber, yeah. right? I can step up on his <laughs> step at the Avon Theatre. <laughs> yes, I've uh, been there oh, a lot yeah. of times and... Uh, it's a famous step. Well, that's listen, true. I've been to, I've been so. to the Justin Bieber Museum exhibit as well go. in Stratford. So, uh, Bet, I want to see your exhibit there next, please, so I can get a picture with your cutout. <laughs> well, it yeah. sounds like you're always yeah. learning and trying new things. Um, have you learned anything about yourself, Bet, through all your social media expertise? <laughs> learned about myself. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think. I've learned that, yeah, I could I could sit back and say, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I don't know. I've learned now that when the kids ask, you know, I'll say, fine, I'll do it. If you think I can and I'm not going to embarrass you, you know, I will do it. So I've found that I can do a lot more things uh, than I thought I could. Like would put myself, you know, through as long as it's okay with them and I'm not embarrassing anybody. But, um, yeah, I think I found I've got more strength than what I thought I had. And that's a biggie at my age. I'm sure you've inspired a lot of our regular audience listeners um, to look at social media. But we also have, besides the, you know, Segal Villages people and and, uh, people sort of that are a bit older, we also get a lot of younger listeners because they're listening to family members and getting advice. So what advice would you have for any of our younger listeners? Do you have any wisdom to pass on? We like to look at elder wisdom on this program. (laughs) Uh, Wisdom. My kids would laugh at that. But anyway, you know, I am a wise old lady, you know. Um, Yeah, I I think between um, young people and their parents and grandparents, it's a two-way street to, to listen to each other. You know, and and to take take notes, you know, because maybe younger people at that time are going, I don't know what my parents or my grandparents are talking about it, but trust me, further down the road, it will come back and you'll say, I remember my grandparents telling me that. I remember my parents telling me that. Uh, I I watch now my children. <laughs> 
And I see the things that they used to cringe when I would say to them. And they're saying the same things, you know. So I always say, just take it, store it at the back of the filing cabinet, because it, at some time you may be able to open the drawer and bring it forward again. So I, wisdom is taking it. Younger people take everything in, you know, that your elders have got to give you because we have lived quite a life. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of changes. I am now realizing that I have seen, I used to think that was just my grandparents, but I have seen so many changes in my life that you would never have thought was possible, but it is. So that's amazing advice. And I, I, I feel like through this, you know, through your social media experience, you've had the opportunity to share stories yeah. with money, your grandson, that you might not have otherwise. Yeah. It's amazing. The stories when I start speaking with them, uh, like I have to stop myself because I'm finding now I have so many interesting stories of my childhood that, you know, like not having a bathroom inside, having to go into a, a, a what we call the landing and share it with other three families, and it was just a mm -hmm. toilet. I mean, that, that that's just amazing to me how far I have come in my life, you know, mm -hmm. like that. To me, it's amazing, and the kids, they, they just take it into, they're like, wow. And I said, yep, you know. So don't be grumbling. Well, that's why oh, you're yes. everyone's favorite granny. Oh. So that we've been, we, you know, we've been listening to you. If we want to watch your TikTok videos, we can go to Beth Reynolds. We can find you on Instagram at Granny Reynolds. Thank you so much for coming on Elder Wisdom Stories from the Green Bench today. I know we got a lot of wisdom out of you <laughs> and a lot of laughs. So I thank you very much well, on behalf of Evelyn and myself. Thank you. Well, thank you all very much for having me. And it was indeed a pleasure. And it was my first podcast. So <laughs> I am no longer a virgin. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to come on my you're gonna have to come on my other radio show and podcast now, of course, that on Zuma Radio. I'll be I'll be calling you Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us again on The Green Bench. On behalf of my co-host, Evelyn Brindle, we're so happy to share these stories of elder wisdom brought to you by Schlegel Villages. We'd love to have you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. But we'd also love to hear your words of wisdom on social media. Please do using the hashtag elderwisdom, which will also help others to find us on this green bench. We do love a review and a rating on the podcast. You can easily find it by going to elderwisdom.ca and following the link. Take a look at the Elder Wisdom Pledge Against Ageism while you're there, and please think about signing it. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Kathy Buckworth, and along with Evelyn Brindle, we look forward to sharing some more Elder Wisdom with you on the next episode of Stories from the Green Bench. Elder Wisdom, Stories from the Green Bench, is brought to you by Schlegel Villages, a complete continuum of care, offering independent living, long-term care, celebrating and honoring the wisdom of the elder. To learn more about us, please go to our website, schlegelvillages.com. <laughs>